Can we talk about faith? Let's talk about faith. You're listening to Notice F Diaries, the podcast for millennial Christians. The goal of this podcast is to remind you of who you are, whose you are, and what God can do in your life. I'm your host, Alicia Ward. I learned this week that faith is a living thing. Faith is a spiritual and mental muscle. And depending on the conversations that we entertain, depending on the sort of content that we consume, depending on you know the sort of images and, and things that we listen to, we're either feeding our faith or we're starving our faith, right? And when God made me realize that, I was like, oh... I never looked at it that way. I was in my car on my way to work, and I just heard as if God was on loudspeaker. Feed your faith. You are starving your faith. It is a living thing. Stop killing it. And I was like, what do you mean stop killing it? Faith is a living thing. That don't make no sense. And so he said it again. Faith is a living thing. What are you feeding your faith? And I was like, I don't know what that means. Explain to me what you're trying to say. And you would swear by how I was back and forth that God was literally right beside me. But what he said really piqued my interest, the fact that faith is a living thing. And so he explained it like this, right? Faith is a muscle. And if you don't exercise that muscle, it gets weak to the point where it becomes useless, right? Versus when you do exercise the muscle, it gets stronger and you build it up more. And that is when you find yourself trusting God for thing after thing after thing. And it's almost effortless depending on what um, you're trusting him for versus having a struggle to even ask him to meet your most basic need. And so in preparing this week's session, I decided to go to Uncle Google and ask him what happens to the body what happens to your muscles when you don't exercise and this is what he had to say right uncle google said if you do less exercise or activity you will become deconditioned meaning your muscles will weaken and lose bulk including the muscles you need for breathing and the large muscles in your legs and arms right and then it went on to say you will become more breathless as you do less activity and if you continue to be inactive you will feel worse need more help and eventually even simple daily tasks will become difficult when i read that i was like okay what does that mean for faith or how do we apply that to faith right i first had to look up the word decondition i didn't know what it meant i have no shame and so I Google it. <laughs> the word decondition means cause to lose fitness or muscle tone, especially through lack of exercise, which Uncle Google explained before. Another definition is to persuade someone to abandon an habitual mode of thinking. Now, let's tie all of that and connect it to faith. If you don't exercise your faith, right, like I mentioned earlier, it gets weak. If you don't engage in faith building activities your faith gets weak so meaning if you continue to settle if you continue to you know make excuses if you continue to put off what you know you should be doing which i'm sure we're all guilty of if you continue to you know just be lazy you will continue to experience mediocrity you'll continue to be envious and jealous of other people that are close to you who are doing the work and are moving ahead and you'll continue to be broke 
and disgusted and you'll just keep wanting, 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 but f- realizing that the money that you're making isn't enough to uh, sustain or supply those wants that you have. And so when we remain stagnant in our faith, we soon learn that eventually we get to the point where trusting God for simple things becomes hard, just as it was explained where it comes to our muscles. When we don't exercise the muscles enough, when we don't engage in physical activity enough, simple tasks, I'm sure like walking, opening a can, you know, opening the fridge, simple things become hard because the muscles isn't because the muscles aren't getting work. And it's the same for our faith. When we don't exercise our faith, it becomes hard to trust God. So the things that we do on a daily basis, our conversations, the things that we listen to, the things that we watch, those things all contribute to either building or breaking our faith. Another way I thought of it, since it was more in the exercise type of example, I'm thinking, okay, Let's consider each activity that we engage in, each thing that we do as a coach. How do we know that we have a good coach when we see results, right? Or depending on the results that we get, we know whether this coach is someone to keep or is someone to to let go of and go in search of another one, right? So if you're watching something, let's say you want to make more money but you're watching stories about people being broke, people suffering, you know, people having a hard time, people who are in debt, you're feeding your mind those images. That is counter what you are believing God for or what you would have asked God for, right? So let's look at it that way. Every single thing that we do, every conversation, every image, everything that we listen to, every video that we watch, we're either feeding our faith or we're breaking or starving our faith. And I think that is why we're not seeing the results that we're looking for. We're praying, we're asking God, we're reading our Bible and doing all these wonderful things, and that's fine. We're not guilty of that, but what we are guilty of is after we say amen, we go and we engage in certain discussions or we find ourselves in environments where the things being said and the images that are being placed in our minds is opposite what we just asked God for. It's opposite what we're attaching or supposed to be attaching our faith to, right? So I want us to now be more mindful of the things that we do and ask ourselves, is this a faith-building coach or is this a faith-breaking coach, you know, and then act accordingly. Because I don't know about you, but I'm tired of not having certain things. I'm tired of, you know, wanting to buy certain things, but then I have to be budgeting and re-budgeting and re-budgeting again because what? I'm not making the type of money that I want to make. I'm tired of living a mediocre life. And so God made me to understand that, Yes, you're tired, but you're still missing the mark where it comes to your faith. You're not doing the right things or you're not engaging your faith in a way that is keeping you uplifted, keeping you positive, keeping you, you know, in line with what you're asking for. What you're doing instead is breaking your faith. When you watch a lot of sad stories, a lot of disappointing news, you know, when you're watching things that are, that are the complete opposite of what you want, it is not helping your faith, Right. So let's break that down even more. And I'm hoping I'm making sense so far. The Bible tells us plain, 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 plain as day. Faith without works is dead. Now you see that works, 
the works is what we do on a daily basis. From the time we open our eyes in the morning to the time we close them at night, every interaction, every bit of content that we consume, every conversation that we have, it's either strengthening our faith or it's weakening our faith, right? Let's start with the conversations. And this is where God really had me going because when he made me realize how we weaken our faith and we lower our vibes just to fit in and match the people around us, I was like, why am I doing that? Why was I doing that? And why didn't I realize it sooner? You know, he made me to understand that let's say we just ask God for more money. Yes, we all want more money. So I'm sticking to that example. We just ask God for more money. And it could either come in the form of a promotion, a new job. He might give us an idea to pursue so that we can make even more than what we're asking for, whatever the case is. The bottom line is we want more money. So we go, we pray, we talk to God about it, right? And we say amen. We walk away from that conversation with God feeling inspired, feeling uplifted, and we're now in this state of anticipation for what it is that we're asking for, right? Okay, cool. But then now we find ourselves in a conversation with friends and they're talking about how all things hard, things brown, you know, things not working out in the country, no money there to be made and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, not wanting to give in to the negativity because you're still on that positive high from your prayer. You say something like, no, let's not talk like that. You know, things are going to happen. Let's try to stay positive or whatever. And those same friends look at you like where are you going with that you know as if to say they don't want to hear nothing positive they're not in the mood to hear nothing positive they just want to lament on the fact that things are hard and so feeling cornered feeling awkward now that you're the only positive or optimistic person in the group you know retrieve and you find yourself lowering your energies to match theirs and so whereas you were all positive and trying to be uplifting before you now find yourself saying things like you know you're right things hard for true things really hard for real and that just completely dismantles that prayer that you said earlier you just said to god you want more money you ask god to either increase you with a new via a new job or some other opportunity and then you find yourself in a conversation where because of prayer pressure because you don't want to be seen as the overly happy one or the overly positive one you bring yourself down why on earth would we do that When God made me realize that and I really thought about it, I'm like, why do we do that? Why do we feel the need to lower our energies, lower our good vibes, just so we can fit in with our friends, just so we don't get crucified or just so we're not, you know, mocked or so by them? Why do we do that? That is counter what you're trying to accomplish and the more we do that the more we are breaking our faith the more we are starving our faith the more we're discouraging our faith and so you find that you walk into the conversation feeling all positive but then by the time you're finished and you leave you have no interest in trusting god whatsoever because what you give in to that prayer pressure and that is something we have to be very mindful of you know The conversations that we engage in, we have to be very careful. We now have to speak in line with what we want, even if it feels weird. 
I get that. Sometimes you ask God for something and to, to talk as though you already have it, which the Bible encourages us to do because that is faith too. It feels weird. It's like, how, how, how can I talk about having a car when I really don't have it as yet? That is faith. You have to keep doing that until you bring yourself to believe it, until you bring yourself to, to, to the point where it's real for you. And so what you'll find is that depending on what you want or what you're trusting God for, you're going to have to separate yourself from certain people because the conversations that are being entertained and the things being said, it's, it's, it's poisoning your faith. You know, there are some friends, right? I'm not telling you to just disconnect from everyone and, and start behaving as though you're better than people. I'm not saying that. But if we're to be honest, there are some friends who are absolutely negative, they eat, breathe, sleep, negativity. No amount of positivity that we push in their direction will stick. Those are the kind of friends that we have to stay far from. Because if you dare take God out your thoughts and tell them what you're trusting God for, whether it's a new car, a new job, more money, a house, whatever, they will find some way to break you. And you can't afford to put yourself through that. Especially if faith, especially if your faith isn't the strongest, you can't afford to expose it to even more uh, brutality, to make it even weaker. You can't do that. You have to not protect it. So we have to be mindful of the conversations that we entertain. The next thing is we have to be mindful of the content that we consume. And this is another big one. For example, I would love to own a home one day. And I think that's like uh, a universal desire for most of us, right? And so what I've been doing lately is anything, anything named house tour, I am consuming that. I am eating that up day in, day out. When I'm feeling low, when I'm in a sad mood or whatever the case is, when my vibes are low, I go on YouTube and I eat up content about home ownership because that is what I want. So I'm feeding my mind images, content about what it is that I'm trusting God for, what it is I'm hoping to have in the future. We have to do the same. Your desire might be different. You may desire a new car. You may desire to start your business. Are you taking in content that is in relation to that? Or are you watching things that's opposite what you want? Another example is, let's say you want to have a happy and healthy relationship. Nothing wrong with that. But then you're taking in content where guys are cheating, girls are cheating, you know, there's a ton of infidelity happening, people are being used and abused and this and that. Like you're feeding yourself negative images of relationships. You're going to attract that. You're going to find yourself in that situation some way, somehow, because that is what you've been feeding your mind on a constant basis. If your desire is to be married, if your desire is to, is to be with someone that, that contributes to your happiness and you want to have a healthy relationship, you have to now consume content that is connected to that. You have to feed yourself imagery and, and, and videos that showcase positive love stories, not negative love stories and you know the kind of content i'm talking about i'm not going to call names because you're not going to say alicia said but you know the kind of content i'm talking about whatever it is you're desiring you have to feed yourself that content you have to feed your faith in that way you know sometimes depending on what it is you're really going to have to separate yourself 
from people. You're going to have to put down things that you're accustomed to consuming. Let's say you're accustomed to watching X, but this is not in line with what you want. You're going to have to put that down and pick up something that is going to feed your faith, that is going to encourage your faith. And the same goes for the sort of things that you're listening to, right? I am not going to tell you what and what not to listen to, but what I will say is select things that are feeding what you want. Select things that are going to create the positive images in your mind of what you want. Not things that are going to cause you to doubt, become fearful, anxious, and just have no hope or no trust in God whatsoever. Whatever it is you're desiring, you have to give yourself the food that is going to strengthen that, if that makes sense. You have to feed your faith in that area. So again, your faith is a living thing. And everything that you do, the conversations you entertain, the sort of content that you consume, the things that you listen to, they either feed or break or starve your faith. Feed yourself information, images, content, whatever the case is, podcasts, you know, that is in connection to what you want. You can even ask God to guide you, God, this is what I want. What sort of information do I need to consume that is going to keep me charged, keep me energized, keep me positive in this area? And trust me, he will lead you to some stuff that you will get hooked on. I have definitely been there. Now, if you go on my YouTube, you'll see I have like a bunch of recommendations for houses and this and that or whatever the case is because my mind is so focused in that area. Thank you so much for tuning in to another session of Notice Self Diaries. I hope that today's session encouraged you in some way. If you haven't already, please be sure to follow NTSD on Instagram and also like us on Facebook as well. Until our next session, guys, take care. <laughs>